This is the Authentic Leader Podcast, conversations about the importance of honesty, ethics, and credibility that today's leaders need in a complex, changing world. Hi, my name is Jordan Rich. You're about to learn a lot more about authentic leadership from our experience team. Dr. John DeChico, PhD, is a retired professor of business management and leadership at Curry College, just outside of Boston. John taught there for over 20 years. He's also the former chair of the School of Business Management at the University of Phoenix, Boston campus. The author of The Leadership Gene and the co-author of Leadership is a Choice. John's also the founder and president of Organizational Analysis Systems, a business and leadership consulting firm. Dr. DeChico is joined by Dr. Robert Cuomo, PhD, president of the Cuomo Consulting Group, former chief economist at Boston Edison Company, and professor and dean of the schools of business at both Dean College in Franklin, Massachusetts, and Merrimack College in North Andover. He's currently an economic consultant to the steel fabricators of New England. John and Bob are co-authoring a soon-to-be-published book called The Authentic Leader. It's great to see you guys. Welcome back. And uh, this podcast is designed to get people excited about what you're doing and a journey that is about to unfold and it will be unfolding for many, many months and years to come. Uh, Bob, let's start with you this time. Authentic leadership. Interesting that in its simplicity, it makes so much sense, but it's not an easy thing to convey to people who haven't been introduced to it, it seems to me. You know, basically, I think leadership is is simplicity, Jordan. What it comes down to is what you want to do, ultimately, is make those around you the best version of themselves. That is, bring out the best in other people. And by doing that, what you are truly doing is making you the best version of yourself. So that success has to be viewed as a continuum, as a process, not a one-shot thing. One of the... uh, the best quotes I've seen to describe that is the road to success is always under construction. Mm. It's a process. You get there, and again, life is a marathon, not a sprint. John, business to be successful relies a lot on successful relationship, right? Connections between business partners, between customers and businesses, and also between the leaders and the employees. So let's talk a little bit about what authentic leadership is and how it addresses relationships. Okay. There, there are different types of leaders. Um, there are excellent managers that are very good leaders, mm-hmm. and there are managers that are not good leaders. There are individuals who are great leaders that are not managers – but they accomplish the same type of end goal of whether or not they have a sign on the door saying that they're a manager. So having said that, authentic leadership is having a sign on, is not having a sign on the door saying that you are a leader, but really is it's any individual that is focused on the end goal and able to accomplish it. Bob, uh, your experience at Edison, the power company, and throughout your work as a professor, I mean, you've had the opportunity to work with people of all stripes, and I assume you're bringing that experience and knowledge to the new seminar campaign. Absolutely. One thing I learned very early in my career, Jordan, was that when I was at Boston Edison, I was big on diversity. I would hire people from Pakistan, Iraq, Iran, Japan, China, and they would look at things differently than me. I'd look at something. I was doing it the same way all the time. And never changed. 
And they came up with an idea and say, why don't we try that? That is going to work. And that accomplished two things. Number one, I had a better product, came up with a better forecast. And number two, I got their trust. He trusts me. He listens to me. I'm a valued member of this team. And so I've learned in life, seeking other people's opinions is always a, a strength. People see that as a weakness in many cases. I see it as a strength. Having the self-deprecation, um, if you will, to realize, I don't know it all. I never will. Don't be afraid to ask for help. That is so important. Uh, we have a problem with narcissistic political leaders who believe theirs is the only path, and they don't listen. A good leader, I would assume, John, an authentically good leader, is one who is willing to listen, know when to cut off the conversation, but willing to listen. This is very, very true. Willing to listen. And you brought up narcissism. Um, and um, I think a lot of us are familiar maybe with the dark triad, uh, you know, Machiavellianism, narcissism. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of the third one, Bob. But, but the point of the matter is that when you put individuals in a leadership role, it's either about them or it's about the people that they serve. And the idea is when you talk about authentic leadership, uh, Bob always said this to me so many times, God gave you two ears and one mouth. (laughs) You need to be able to listen. Maybe those that are even listening to this right now are saying, well, hey, you know, it's about making money. Well, guess what? Once you've made your money, see, the thing is, Bob and I, um, we've been this route. We've been there. Mm-hmm. We're doing this to keep give back. We want to give back. We want to have fun doing it because we know it works. We come from corporate America. We come from education. And we were listening. And we are listening. Right. Makes so much sense. I want to now take a minute and talk about economics and the Adam Smith Wealth of Nations idea. You guys are very much into economics, you've taught it for years, and you study it very clearly and closely. What's the principle of the Adam Smith philosophy that is righteous and good, and what has gone wrong? Bob? Adam Smith, in his his book, An Inquiry into the Wealth of Nations, really made very clear free enterprise is the key to economic success. By every person pursuing their own individual interests, Social ends will be achieved far greater than if it's done by some some central planned economy. Now, that does not mean that unfettered capitalism is always going to be good. You may need checks and balances from time to time. And who comes in after that? John Maynard Keynes, the general theory in 1946. Sometimes you need economic stimulus from the government from outside in order to correct some of the extremes that capitalism may lead to. So basically, the foundation of our Great economic success in the U.S. basically is true to free enterprise, and that ascribes to every economic group, but also recognizing that sometimes when the system fails, we need an external force, the government, to step in through either monetary or fiscal policies. And the system uh, on occasion does uh, cause upset and does seem to fail when certain single individuals wind up you know, with the huge, huge amounts of money and cash and power at the detriment of their employees or others. John? That's true. Um, I don't know exactly what the number is, but they're talking now about CEOs making 
um, 150 or 160 times more than the least paid worker. And when you look at capitalism and just piggybacking off of what uh, Dr. Como here was talking about, I don't necessarily know if that's what Adam Smith had going through his mm-hmm. head mm-hmm. in the 18th century. Okay? The idea of free trade and enterprise doesn't mean that things are always free. What it means is that you've got to work hard for what you get. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that our resources, which are always considered to be limited, are ever not going to be scarce. And the idea is everything is scarce. We realize that a person with a disability, Bob talked about diversity, Mm. all right, can do a job just as well with a reasonable accommodation as someone that doesn't have a disability. Being different is a part of our economics. That's what makes up our economy. We're in a melting pot to flourish. Of course. Um, There are a lot of things that uh, we'll be talking about in the future with guests who you'll bring on to the program here. But in terms of your presentations and the teaching you are doing and the seminars that you're offering, there has to be, I would imagine, an emphasis on the value of money, but money isn't everything. Because we've talked about values, and if you put money ahead of your values, you're probably going to run into a ditch. Bob? Yeah, I think you can become so obsessed with becoming successful materially and um, monetarily that you forget what you were trying to do. When most of these um, entrepreneurs started, Jordan, you'll find that they had a vision. They had a mission. I want to be successful to do something. And they steadfastly stayed with that, and money flowed out of the process. Mm. If you're successful in the United States, you have the potential to earn a heck of a lot of money. But does it come to a point where you've got so much, what do I need anything more for? Now it's time to give back, to use that money to help others to make everyone else around me the best version of themselves. And Professor DeChico, to piggyback, as you use the term, off of uh, Dr. Cuomo, a lot of piggyback going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea of legacy, when you're a leader, at least in my mind, you'd want to leave that positive legacy. You'd want to make a difference and impact. Is it so that you don't have to be that corner office guy to, to do the legacy leaving? In other words, you can be uh, that production worker we talked about in a previous podcast. Right. I, I, I think, um, and you had already brought this up so well earlier, about the guy in the corner office. And um, the thing is, the guy at the corner office, I'm sure, for the most part, earned getting into that corner office. Is the goal to be in the corner office? Right. I mean, what I could do is I could have a little toddler, or a little three-year-old, and I could have a place in the corner office. The little toddler climbs up the chair <laughs> and sits inside the, uh, sits on the chair and says, "Hey, Daddy, Daddy, look where I am." Well, that toddler's in the corner office too. That's a physical mm. demonstration of something. But the reality is. What got you to the corner office from a leadership perspective is an end goal. That's what the leader does. Being a, someone with a sign on the door that says, I'm Vice President Tom Murphy, okay, and someone comes by and shines up that little plaque, 
That doesn't make that person the leader. It's what's behind that. Yeah, and that legacy that I'm referring to is just might be a legacy of kindness as well as as well as great riches and uh, 401ks. I, I, I just think there's so much here that's, again, so simplistic, and yet we're thirsty for it. You know, when you think about it, Jordan, when you leave this earth, and we all will leave at one point, you don't take your money with you, but your legacy goes with you. You will be remembered on and on, and that's what's going to be everlasting, not the money. The money is, is gone once you're gone, but the legacy, what you're leaving for future generations to make their lives better is what's important to leave. Lots of ideas about authentic leadership and authenticity that will be unveiled in the various seminars and programs that you'll be offering to schools, to government, and certainly to industry. We'll talk about that further, but I think the overall uh, presentation is two very upstanding guys who have had a lot of years in front of lots of students having a chance to share. So you're, in a sense, both of you, making this a part of your legacy. John. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's definitely my next step, and and the thing is, as much uh, one of the most difficult decisions I had to do was to leave teaching traditional students um, for the most part at a full time basis, and that was hard. But I also remember how hard it was for me to walk away from both my parents when I realized I couldn't do anything else for them. Mm. But what they wanted for me to do was to take things to the next level and to continue their legacy. Well, so, it's, certainly, it's certainly fine that you have a co-pilot. Both of you are co-pilots in this venture. Thank you to both of you for sharing just a bit of your philosophy. There's a lot more to come. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you, Jordan. It's been a pleasure being with you today. You've been listening to the Authentic Leader Podcast with Drs. John DeChico and Robert Cuomo. Many thanks for subscribing, downloading, rating, and reviewing the podcast. For information about leadership training and authentic leader seminars, please visit choicetolead.com.